Hello and welcome to Tracks Show. This is episode 15. I am Harry. And I'm Tim. And I've opened the podcast. What the hell is going on? <laughs> it's taken me ages. Um, that was unnerving. Yeah, it was. I'm sweating so much. <laughs> I feel like you, hopefully you have a newfound respect for me. I do. Yeah. It took me so long to get into that. Oh. And listeners, if this sounds terrible, it's because we've swapped roles and I'm editing it. And it's, <laughs> it's all gone wrong. <laughs> As you say, this is episode number 15 yeah. of the greatest music podcast in the world. And what is it about? I'll tell you what it's about. It's about Glastonbury. Uh, so we are recording five days before we head off to Glastonbury, the world's biggest and most exciting music. I was going to say podcast, <laughs> but that's <laughs> us. <laughs> we should be. We should have our own stage there. Yeah. But well think of if you can imagine it in your mind, the festival equivalent of tracks. Mm. Big, exciting, brilliant. That's what Glastonbury is, Getting and we're painted. off. Yeah, historic, well organised, iconic, really sexy, <laughs> sexy, <laughs> sexy. <laughs> uh, so that's what the episode is about. Uh, without further ado, let's kick on in. Let's kick the gates down. <laughs> the opposite of lock the gates. <laughs> Open the gates. <laughs> Take us, number. Shall we begin? Are we ready, Rec? <laughs> For podcast <laughs> listeners, I need to describe my facial expression. Or maybe Harry should do it. Because he's just said, are we ready, Rec? <laughs> and I have no idea what he's on about. Okay. Um, as listeners will know, this is the part where we talk about our highlights of the week. Musical highlights of, of the week. week. We need a jingle for <laughs> we it. We do need a jingle. We'll, we'll have a day in the recording session one day. Recording session? Yeah. In the recording studio. We're in a recording studio all the time. True. Stop, stop bursting the bubble. Alright. We're in... Shattering the illusion <laughs> that we're legit guys. Hey, Kanye. Producer Kanye in the corner. Can you just, like, tone it down a bit, please? Can you add some more levelling on the, yeah, the levels? <laughs> Ronson, out. We told you no. <laughs> so, I've hinted at my highlight of the week. And it is the new single by Two Door Cinema Club. Are we ready? Wreck. <laughs> I don't know how you say it. It's bracket wreck. Bracket. Is that really it's what it's called? Because I've heard yeah. this song. Are we I ready? I had no idea. Bracket, wreck, <laughs> That's the worst bracket. name ever. Are yeah, we ready not. is fine. Why wreck? Um, I don't know. It might make sense in the context of their album. Yeah, but it has to make sense in the context of the song title. <laughs> like, what's the story brackets morning glory fine are we ready wreck no it doesn't make any sense come on Tudor cinema club so regardless of the name not making any sense it's a really good song and it's and we've yeah. waited quite a long time for this i think since i was 15 an incredible amount of time yeah. i'm i think i had assumed they were just gone but i had, I had a running joke for quite a long time and I can't even really remember how it started of uh, I can't believe the singer from Two Door Cinema Club is dead. <laughs> and You've said that to me before. Yeah. 
But I don't know. I don't know why. Because nobody can say no. He isn't. He's doing a live show next week. It's because <laughs> everyone's like, is he? Because I haven't seen him for two years. Yeah. It's just my weird sense of humour. Yeah. No, that does but I'm sense. really, really glad they're not dead. Oh no, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> me too. Um, that goes for everyone. <laughs> so they they teased it a little bit. Everyone knew it was coming for like a month or so, and it popped out. And here we have it. Like a little baby. Are we ready? Like a little baby. Are you even ready, though, Tim? Brackets, wreck. Yeah. <laughs> wreck. Um, am I ready? Well, I've already heard it. You, you are so a I fan am of theirs. Like we say... Like we say... <laughs> um, we were young when we were fans of them. They're, they're a funny band because there's a bit of me that thinks the things I was into at the time when they first came out I'm kind of a bit over now. So I make the assumption that I should also be a bit over to the cinema club, but when I hear, mm. you know, Undercover Martin or something, I still kind of love it. And like this new song, when I heard it, I didn't, unlike you, I didn't know there was a run up to it. It just appeared in my life. Well, I'd, I'd seen a little something on Twitter anyway. Yeah. So I was excited to hear it. Beacon wasn't a huge album for me, Dan. No. I must be honest. Yeah. There's a few songs that I like. Um, but, um, I, the thing is when I heard this new song was coming out, I was like, oh, yeah. well, I guess I'll yeah. give it a listen I was, because I was kind I've of been a fan of them. Yeah. But, I, so before that, sorry, I went and listened to all their old stuff from Tourist History and it's so good. Yeah. And it reminded me of seeing of them it. at Reading and not, I've never seen them live before and I was a quite a big fan yeah. Not too big, but um, I saw them and I thought this is like one of the best bands I've ever seen live. Like they were incredible that night. Yeah. Uh, they were opening, I think for I think for the Maccabees. I think that's why we were there. Yeah. Um, and this song is great, yeah. and it, it's I really um, like it. And I'm, you know, just while you're on the subject of them being great live, I'm gonna say possibly because I can't think of another example right now off the top of my head. The best. Ginger musician I've ever seen live. Ooh, I haven't seen King Cruel, but I. Imagined... I haven't seen King Cruel, but that could that could be contention. Yeah, I have I seen know. Josh Homme live, okay, and I enjoyed Two Door Cinema Club more, but that was because he was in. Oh God, what was the name of the like super group he was in? Uh, the Buzzards. Or something. I can't remember the name. <laughs> King Buzzard and the Muzzard. Was <laughs> <Buzzard. laughs> Uh, no, uh, yeah. but it wasn't in Queens of the Stone Age anyway. So I feel like if I saw Queens of the Stone Age, isn't it Eagles of Death Metal? He was in another one as well. Was it? He has been part of Eagles of Death Metal, but he was in another band that I saw him in once. Well, then I, 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 I don't know them. I'm amazed that I got that out because I never <laughs> remember stuff. So I just hope it was that. Yeah, but neither of those. No. Anyway, when I did see him in some band. Not as good, and also not as ginger <laughs> as the guy from <laughs> no, Two Doors yeah, in My Club. Yeah, he's ginger. I remember uh, this was a long time ago when I had longer hair. I wanted it to be like his ginger. No, not ginger. I didn't want to change the colour, but I did. Uh, I did kind of model my hair of him for a little bit. Have oh, you seen Ed Sheeran? Is he a better ginger live? I saw him a long time ago. Um, when I actually really liked him. Because yeah. I don't, I don't dislike the guy now. He's kind of the same as he ever ha- as always has been. But I saw him when like no one really heard of him. Yeah. At Great Escape, I think we talked about it before actually. 
Um, he was great. I really liked him. Um, that was when he was kind of doing all his rapping and stuff. Um, but no, Tudor were were better. We're better. Yeah. Best gingers. gingers go. Yeah. Best gingers going. This is so gingerist. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is complimenting them. So the album, uh, Game Show, it is called Game Show, uh, will be released on October the fourteenth. Our lucky number. It was recorded in Los Angeles. That's where they've been. I did see a thing about him saying that he'd been writing a lot in LA because it was open and you know he'd had a lot of what, time. Man. That's it's a it. Lot. Didn't work for Suck It and See. I'm pretty sure that's where they went. It's a lot of factor fifty that mm. him in, him in, <laughs> in Los Angeles. <laughs> He's coming back correctly as <laughs> you like. Um, but without any more horrible words said about gingers, let's go to the hey. song. Sounds very late strokesy, very funky, yeah. and they've got all those um, those kind of repetitive. Um, but it feels more mature. Riffs and things in it all the time. I mean, I like I like the beginning. The it reminds me of um, one of my favourite Peter Bjorn and John the kids songs. gospel thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, nothing to worry about starts quite similar to that. Mm. I kind of I don't know. Maybe it is a little bit of a cliche way to to start a song with like a little gospel choir it's a bit like uh east 17 or whatever that yeah. christmas and we come so far but like <laughs> but i kind of like it and it kind of works and then it comes into what i feel is like quite a mature song for them it's reminiscent of their early work still so they, i don't know if it's got a bit of both though because i feel that's like what i'm saying it's 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 carrying on their theme yeah and two doors in my club's the sound but moving it to new territories. Yeah, but hats off to them. I think, uh, you know, we we kind of joked a bit about the fact that they went for ages, but sometimes bands, specifically bands of that ilk, can kind of... You can just get oversaturated with their <laughs> stuff. I love that word, ilk. <laughs> Ilk's a good word, right? It's a brilliant word. I was, I'm a fucking thesaurus of myself. <laughs> I love milk. Um, I love milk. <laughs> I don't, because no. I'm lactose intolerant. Uh, <laughs> He's ilk intolerant. Um, but sometimes you can, they can just put out too much stuff too quick, and you can just get a bit bored of them. And mm. maybe the fact that they've paced it a bit, it's I'm three kind of or four years. Isn't I'm a bit it, excited so. to hear some new stuff from them again. Mm. So as we usually do, we move on to you, Tim, with your highlight of thy week. <laughs> thy week come thy highlight will be done on earth as is in heaven oh um, my god <laughs> put the gospel children in there ah <laughs> uh, so a highlight of this week um I'm going to be honest with you Harry and you listeners 
this has probably been the worst week of my entire life. Mm-hmm. So highlights have been hard to come <laughs> by. <laughs> Hasn't really been the highlight. <laughs> but what I'm going to say is when rubbish things are happening to you, one, it's nice to connect with music. Mm. And two, sometimes you kind of... There's some songs that kind of come to you at that moment and you don't really know why, but you connect to them or they feel important. But you can kind of have a bit of a moment with Mm. them and they kind of last for a long time. In that moment, I think there's a lot of sad music you can listen to. Mm. Um, And most kind of breakup music is quite sad and it doesn't do anything for your mood. I never go to that kind of music, I have to say. I don't know, the first time I ever broke up with a girlfriend, I like, I was listening to not only sad music, but really rubbish music. I remember getting quite into the script for a couple of weeks. Oh, wow. I was like, (laughs) if one day you wake up. (laughs) What's that song about, Waiting in the Corner? I've actually cried to that song. (laughs) (laughs) I think I did at the time. in the corner, I can't remember it. Um, It's if one day you wake up and find that you're missing me. God. <laughs> Depressing. Yeah. But I haven't been... I mean, I've had my moments. You haven't gone into the scripts, going to be? No. God. God. I've... I've uh... Weaved past that. <laughs> yeah, I've weaved past that uh, horrible place. <laughs> <laughs> um, but a song that has... I've enjoyed a lot this week and has given me some nice perspective and um, I feel... Is slowly helping to. It's Dancing Queen. (laughs) (laughs) It's Material Girl. (laughs) A song that has kind of slowly been dragging me in the right direction, the direction that I want to feel about this horrible situation, is by one of my kind of favourite bands, The Vaccines. Okay. It's not post breakup sex. Uh, No, it's a song called Runaway, and I like it because it's got it takes a very positive spin on the breakup song. So I'm going to play a little bit of it, and then maybe maybe I'll say something afterwards about why it's worked for me. seem a bit of a weird choice I guess I don't know like I say it's, it's always interesting what you kind of uh, latch onto when you're in kind of moments of sadness and heartbreak um, I guess to kind of explain a little bit why I like it and why I've listened to it a lot this week is that there's kind of a, a positivity towards it and like an acceptance in the song of what has happened uh, and there's no kind of anger. I think it's so easy to be angry 
all the time and like it's not angry it doesn't kind of pretend that there were like no good times but it just kind of says we're all humans we all have our own lives and ultimately you kind of have to make your own decisions and go your own way and i think not many songs kind of accept that most people kind of make songs when they're sad or when they're angry and like just talk about that instead of having a bit of a broader view um so yeah i think that's a really rubbish way of explaining why i've been listening to that song so much and if it's all right with you harry i would like to move swiftly on and um, so, highlights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're all off to Glastonbury. Cheer yes. up. We'll be back after this short break. Yeah. So, I've never been to Glastonbury before, but. It just feels like it's so long. Like I'm trying to work out what I need there. The time frame or like, the size of it? No time frame. Like no. the fact that we are leaving first thing on Wednesday morning. Yeah. Wednesday morning. And we won't get back until about, um, hopefully, uh, Monday. midday Monday. That's a filthy amount of time. I cannot believe Most how long it is. festival goers think that's a, an average time. No, because like most festivals Some I've been to, maybe on the if you're really if you're really eager, you turn up Thursday afternoon. Yeah. So this is a fuller, like a full thirty six hours. Well, I believe more. we went on the Thursday last time and it was pretty packed. So I think we are getting there earlier this time, but I don't actually remember. So we might have got there Wednesday. Who knows? Yeah. But it just feels like terrifying to me. Like, what the hell am I going to take for all this time? There's uh, no just a shirt and I'm some just, shoes. I'm just going to put this out there now. There is no way I'm not sharing. Really? Yeah. Oh, I. No, just I'm, some baby wipes, mate. I'll I'll queue for long, because like I've got. I, I don't even. Know you must have this as well, though, right? Yeah. Because like we've got a similar hair type. Yeah, if but I don't shower for a couple of absolute. No, beauty. dry shampoo just makes mine heavier. Really? I'm more oh, limp. It absolutely. I turn more into bald Gareth Bale. But, <laughs> but I get no. like, if I don't shower for a couple of days. I get like dreadlocks. I become like a white dreadlock man. I just get like grease <laughs> holding together strands of my yeah. Mine hair. gets horrible as well. But dry yeah. shampoo is literally the savior, and I I absolutely adore it. And yeah. then I I also the, the the worst part about this whole experience is that for a few weeks after the festival, I still have dry shampoo left, so I just use that <laughs> dirty <laughs> when bastard. I have a shower. But only, like, I, I have to go this. and find the shower because the only other option I have is uh, re. Attempting to recreate what happened once at Reading, where I took one of those like little stove things yeah. and a kettle. Oh my god. And <laughs> me and Jake. <laughs> and a small house. No, we took like a little kettle thing and me and Jake boiled some water and then like uh, poured it over each other's heads while we washed <laughs> our hair. And like, that I could, could have. I could do with that. No, but that could have been. We very nearly ended up in A and E. That water was too hot to be trying. To, we nearly. You boiled water. <laughs> of course, it was too hot. We nearly burnt our actual heads off. You like, idiot! No, because we only put it on for like a minute. We thought, oh, that's only going to be a little bit warm. Why don't and you then, test it first? 
Just throw it over each other's heads. No, not through it. We just did it out of the little spout. It was like, ah! That's really hard. I like that both of you know what it's like. So one of them, one of you was burning your scalp off and the other one was like, I'll try it. Because I've, (laughs) and you can imagine this because you know Jake and listeners, you know Jake as well. Yeah. Uh, I think what happened was he poured it over my head and I screamed and said, that's too hot. And he went, I'm a man. And he went, went, no, it's not. And I poured it over his head. He's like, it is. And you had red scalp and no hair left. (laughs) Yeah. But prior to it, because as I was saying earlier, it's been a couple of years since I went to a festival. Mm. Like I've been to city festivals primarily, Mm. but I haven't been to camping festivals. So I've kind of not forgotten the fun of them, but like when it's very fresh in your memory, it's like, oh, it's just so good. And you just forget about all that. You do often forget the fun of them though. Because you know, from our position now in our luxurious houses, yeah. We're thinking of the the, the rain that's going to be there, the amenities the, the and horrible I'm like, things, and I'm literally sat here thinking I can't be asked, but I can't I be asked to be in a tent for five days. <laughs> but the, these things get you by when you wake yeah. up. You have some ciders and you, you get drunk early, and yeah. all these things get you through. So if you want to have a nice, lovely, enjoyable festival, yeah, one thing is guaranteed: you need to select the right drinks. Sadly, very true. Yeah. Because we're English and we're all raging alcoholics. <laughs> we have beer in our hand right this second. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> so, have you got your drinks selected, Harry? I do. I I feel like the first time I went to Reading, I didn't really drink yeah. or bring anything. Oh. I think I had like four cans of I cider. I thought you were going to say, because me and your brother Jack, our first Reading, we were... I don't even know if we were 18. We might have been 17. Can I quickly say, before you get into this, at Glastonbury you can take all your own alcohol. Yeah, of course. You can drink it anywhere. And, and it's amazing. For anybody who doesn't know, most festivals you can't take it into the main arena where yeah. all the stages and stuff are. So, yeah. yeah. Get it on. Yeah, I think we we might have just been 18, but basically we were 17 and poor. And yeah. we... <laughs> so we turned up. And because, because at that point you've only really just started drinking as well. And, like, we had taken, I think... I think Neither we... of you drove by this point, did you? Yeah, Jack drove us up. Jack's drove right. me to virtually every festival I've ever been to. He drove in you. He's driven me. <laughs> and I, I will love him forever for that, because I can't think of anything worse than driving home from a festival. No. But anyway, we turned up with, I think, two crates of carling. And we... <laughs> we cracked on open <laughs> the first day. Was it big 20... like? 20 in each crate kind yeah. of thing okay yeah. we cracked them open and they were quite warm yeah and I think at that point we both knew we don't like these <laughs> <laughs> you just stuck with them Jack's hated curling since well, yeah then, but at that I point guess. you just don't know what's good to buy no so, so the the understanding of what you're going to take I've got mine planned out and I'm excited for it what is it I'm going for breakfast I'm going to, if I can get a big crate of the citrusy strongbow, whatever it is, yeah. I'm going to clear up on that. Maybe two crates of that, because it's beautiful. It'd then, have to be two trips getting in. I'll do, I'll do loads of trips to the car, that's all right. It's about a 45-minute walk. Asked? Each way. What do you mean, asked? You will be there, yes. <laughs> right now when you're sitting down, not even doing it. <laughs> I don't think I will, because the alternative is... Not drinking. Yeah, or buying it from a bar. Yeah. 
Right. For five quid a pint. Yeah, exactly. Okay, carry on. Two lots of that. Then for lunch, I'm just going to go on to maybe some. Are we just having, are you having liquid lunch, dinner and breakfast then? <laughs> okay. I'm going to have a Nutri-Grain <laughs> and nine pints of Strongbow <laughs> for breakfast. And then for lunch, some Cronenberg, some Grolsch, some Amstel, something like that. Yeah. Something nice and Dutch. Yeah. And then for the evening, I'm going to go on to Jack and Ginger. Really? And yeah. That's my plan. Because I, I I love that I could drink that. Like, it's water. <laughs> I'm going to have water. <laughs> um, okay. I am going to go for some kind of cider or something in the morning. But I will probably actually just drink beer for breakfast, beer for lunch. And then get on the hard stuff later on. Oh, that's when I bring me Malibu. Me Come on, the heroin. <laughs> joking we are not <laughs> um i want to get home with my teeth falling out <laughs> no i will definitely yeah i think because i'm not a huge fan of cider although that citrus stuff that isn't too bad That's if you're going to a festival mate. anyone else listening going to glastonbury <laughs> and you want something a little light and refreshing and get peak, it in get onto the um citrus strongbow citrus thing whatever it is it's like in a whitey can it's silvery white yeah oh it's beautiful Mate. It was lovely. Ignore the fact that it looks like uh, early 2000s Leeds home kit when they were strong- sponsored by Strongbow. Bringing Strong it Bro. to football. Always, always. Um, so that's drinks sorted. We've got the drinks. We've got our tents. We've got all the little bits you need. Camping, camping, camping. Five old days of camping. I know. Of all the things I can't be bothered with, that's top of my list. So I'm a natural-born killer. I mean camper. <laughs> um, I really like camping. I just kind of... I'm Because I'm the kind of guy who can sleep wherever I lay my head. You really are. Like It always amazes me. For our listeners, there's a little <laughs> insight here. Uh, most of the time we record at my house, and most of the time Harry ends up sleeping on my sofa... And there is a sofa in the front of a big bay window of the, if you think of the back and the two sides of a sofa and then like the side you sit on. The back and the two sides have massive windows in front of all of them. Yeah, huge. Harry basically sleeps in a window and he doesn't even bother to draw the curtains. He just he just lies there and, all the lights and waits for and... the sun to come up. Yeah. It's insane. It's and then I still come up like, Come in at like 10 o'clock the next morning and you're just happily lying there in the sunlight asleep. <laughs> I, I've, I've slept on um, hard wooden floors. I've slept on uh, pavements in London. Pavements? Yeah. Maybe it's a story for a different time, but I've, I've slept on the floor in London outside a shop. Whatever the podcast version of subtitles are, I'm looking at Harry <laughs> disgusted right now. I've, uh, I've slept... Anywhere you can think of, and I, I camping just yeah. doesn't do anything. You're I, I absolutely love it because we used to go, you know, as as kids, me and Jack, with the family, with mother and father, basically, uh, we would go camping, and we did for probably since we were like five until we were about fifteen, yeah. or I was about fifteen. So you'd left the scouts at fifteen, <laughs> yeah, and we were part, we were the scouts as well. We're part of the scouts. <laughs> we can tie all the knots. We can undo all the knots. Yeah. 
Although, we can wear green. despite all those years of scouting, you still can't start a fucking barbecue. Hang on a sec. <laughs> I can start a fire. We'll start a fire in the barbecue then, Harry. No, I didn't have the right tools. I had I had rocks. I can't start a fire. Then. You can't start a fire <laughs> without a spark. <laughs> this gun is for hire. But basically, I... Even if we're just dancing. I like, get on I just had with... To get there, okay. I get on with the camping. So I haven't got anything to worry about. You're in with the camp crowd. I'm in with the camp crowd. I'm better camp. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, the story of Brighton. Yeah, you'll Harry. you'll get on with it. You'll be fine. Yeah, I'm. I Just I shut up. I kind of cope with it. The only thing that I know is that when you're at a festival and you have like a bit of a disturbed night's sleep, it really can potentially ruin the next day. But yeah. if it's if it's that uncomfortable, I remember once. My tent leaked at Isle of Wight. And the next day I was just miserable. I was chucking it down with rain. And the whole night I just had like rain splattering on my face. I was so livid the next day. I saw Iggy Pop the next day. Do you have an open top tent? I mean, I was sleeping under (laughs) the stars. No, I had a tent which was just a leaky tent. And I saw Iggy Pop the next day. And I was so miserable. It's that one and only time I've seen Iggy Pop. Leaky Pop. <laughs> Leaky Pop. <laughs> and I was just like, ah, take me home. Like, wow. it can well, I do for one you. hope you're not that um, stressed out and annoyed at yeah. life. Well, I'm considering sleeping on a lilo yeah. for three days. No, five days, so. I'm, consi- I'm considering sleeping on a lion. I'm considering <laughs> sleeping on you. <laughs> A lilo lion and me. <laughs> Very it's comfy. The, it's the unsuccessful uh, sequel to The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe. The <laughs> <laughs> lilo, the lion and me. <laughs> so we've got our drinks sorted. We've got our camping gear sorted. The only thing left for us to enjoy at the big old Glasto, as I hate to call it, is the music. What music? There's well, loads of it. No, it's for camping. It's all about the camping. Uh, But is there anything you're excited for? Things you want to see? Things you would love? There's... I yeah, I mean there's um quite a few things. I mean there's there's so much. I think we should. There's a hell of a lot. We should prefix this by saying that uh, there are literally thousands of artists playing at Glastonbury, so we are just going to pick some things that we're especially excited for, rather than going through the entire timetable. For example, I've starred all the people that I'm interested in seeing, and and I and I when I'd looked at the first lineup kind of announcement, I thought. This is good. This, to me, looks better than last year. But um, is there that much? And then now I've starred everyone that I want to see. Everything clashes. There's literally every something playing every like hour of the yeah. day. Um, but the reason why I'm going to pick this person is because I've been absolutely overjoyed with a little um, movement in timing. Okay, basically, there is a day. I think it's the Saturday... That we, yeah, it's the Saturday that we are going to be seeing on the pyramid stage uh, Wolf Alice, Madness, 
the last shadow puppets and then taming part is this saturday yes this is all on the main stage so I'll go through them again. Wolf Alice, Madness, The Last Shadow Puppets, and then Tame Impala, all one after another. I'm just going to throw it out there that the beginning two, I might not be there for. Why is this? Because I think I think Hurts and Band of Skulls could be equally as exciting as Wolf Alice and Madness. I've seen Madness five, maybe six times before. I would see Hurts over Wolf Alice, Band of Skulls, Goals over madness, maybe not. But maybe Jaguar Ma. Oh, this is what happens when you start. This is the annoying thing because obviously <laughs> it's inevitable that the best artists get put to the end of the day. But you start like scrolling through the lineup. It's like, oh, Jaguar Ma. I want to see them above everyone above. But can I just get on? Basically, at the end of Tame Impala, the last time I checked about a week ago, this man, James Blake, was playing instantly after Tame Impala at West Holt stage. And I, that meant I was going to have to miss the end of Tame Impala and run there. Yep. And now I found out there is an hour gap between the end of Tame Impala to James Blake. Yeah. And it has absolutely made my life. And it's at the same time as Adele. So she can do one and I'm going to go and see James Blake at night just... You bring really... everyone to tears with his absolutely beautiful It's interesting, because I, I, like you, am a big James Blake fan. And the latest album, I think, is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. But, I'm... You'd rather see Adele. No, no, <laughs> I wouldn't rather see Adele. Although, let the scaffold... Uh, Shut up. But I am sceptical about... James Blake at a festival. I feel like... I'm not. That rhymed. Um, <laughs> I'm skeptical about James Blake at a festival. But I am a little bit because I feel like he's an intimate artist no. and it's all about a kind of projection of emotion and feeling and, um, you know, a kind of communal experience. And I am a little bit concerned that on a huge, huge platform... Late at night, I don't know if that will translate perfectly. Mate, it's it's West Holtz late at night, and I'm gonna play a song from his newest album, and it's absolutely my favourite song. And the the reason I can I can just envisage because I've seen similar kind of people at certain times. Last year I I missed Subtract, sadly, Subtract. who I really wanted to see, but I saw Libertines instead, so it was okay. And they were like a secret thing. So hopefully yeah. no, no one I really want to see clashes with a, like a big announcement of something. But um, James Blake, Timeless. And a lot of his stuff from his old albums as well, I, I think would be just like bring me to tears yeah, kind of, of um, emotional yeah, and incredible. I suppose the same as me. We both got into the new album a bit, but just purely by the fact of the time that has passed yeah. since early stuff. You've got met... so much more of an emotional connection yeah. to that when stuff. I so hear... like to hear uh sorry, when I hear songs like um Overgrown, yeah. Life Round Here, Retrograde, DLM, which is one of my favourite songs ever, I think I've talked about it before. If he plays those, 
He will. It will be one of my highlights of the whole festival because he is somebody I absolutely yeah. adore. It's, it's no criticism at all. It's just a question of like, will he feel the? Kind he's got. Of, he's got. Well, here's the thing. You know, he's got. To, he's got to bring it up a bit. Liana La Havas was one of the my favorite people no, I yeah, saw bro, at Glastonbury Liana last year. Is huge. She'll fill any stage. No, but James Blake is you know as as single no. kind of artist. Yeah, but Liana La Havas is like some kind of righteous. I think powerful woman who stands at the front of a stage in, as she did last year, a big fucking yellow flared jumpsuit, just like bouncing around with the mic in her hand. She will kill it powerfully as much as she will bring the soul. James Blake won't stand at the stage and scream. Like, he won't come out to the audience and front them up and say, like, I'm here. the, The emotion and the electricity around the kind of I I will be there and I hope to be convinced but I just I just want to see him fill the stage I don't want it to he won't fill the stage he'll fill the whole fucking festival he'll fill your hearts and your minds he is a incredible musician there's a possibility that he may have um, Justin Vernon from Bon Iver on because a lot of his songs and um, Justin Timberlake feature him in yeah, maybe. And maybe not? even Justin Bieber. But um, I'll play a little bit of Timeless here, and I'd just like you to imagine that it's 11 o'clock at night, really, you know, just dark, dingy. No, not dingy. It's dark, and it's just vibrant of just people having a good time. The electricity people, in there. Yes, exactly. People just stop and listen yeah. to this song, Timeless by James Blake. gonna be so good we played that together and just that that bit when it comes in the only question is like i said like we said while we listened to it like there is no doubting that in a huge crowd that is gonna be incredible Mm. my only skepticism comes from the fact that it's an open air stage and And i feel like it is jack who is a massive Foles fan has seen the headline uh uh festival i I think it might i can't remember where it was he's seen them headline a festival open and open air kind of stage and he didn't like them. he it said does they're lose. Not. it always I've seen them at the Con- at concord too and they were sensational and i've yeah i've seen maybe they will even ali, themselves there and bit, even ali pally where i saw them like i saw them there too i did like them there inside inside has something and i feel like james Blake. i'm just a little bit concerned that outside it will just lose it depends a bit as of the well atmosphere. where you are on the stage yeah. it depends who's uh, around you it depends crowd. what the feeling is in the audience. Yeah. But there is absolutely no doubt he's up to the challenge. Mm, and he's like headlining. And I am awaiting to be impressed and I feel confident that he will yeah. deliver. I'm I I think I'm overly confident that maybe that number might not be a great thing, but I'm 
also to the point where I think I'm just going to enjoy him regardless. Because I've not seen him live yet, and I love everything he's done, so it's going to be great. So, moving on from James Blake, anyone that you're really excited to see? My, I think, highlight of the whole of the lineup comes on kind of Friday mid afternoon. Really? Which is kind of sad because I, I'm going to peak at that moment. And then you go home. I'm going to go home and watch England play in the Euros. <laughs> is it kind of three, four o'clock? Sorry. Uh, so it's a back to back on the park stage. Ah, yes, yeah. Which I don't know. Is that uh, is that big? Is that not big? I've never been. Mm. I feel like everywhere is big, but I don't really know. It's, a, it's like a medium-sized kind of stage. If it's the same as last year, yeah, it's a medium-sized kind of stage. There's plenty of room around. I only saw... I went to see Pussy... I saw Pussy Riot there. Yeah? And they did some big thing. Jamie T played there last year, right? He played... He No, he played at the other stage, I believe. Oh, okay. Um... I don't actually think I... Oh, I saw um, King Gizzard and the Lizard was at the park stage and it was really good. Yeah. So so when the first initial poster came out, there was two eyes that I've been desperate to see for so long and they were on the first release and I was like, oh my God, I cannot wait to see these guys. Mm. And then, as I say, when the official times and the lineup came out, it turns out they're playing back to back. Three thirty on Friday, on No Mortal Orchestra mm-hmm. play. You're a huge fan. I'm a very big fan. Yeah, I really wanted to see them in their tour, and I missed out on tickets. I can't, I can't put into words how much I love this band. You just love, like, before you even get to the music, you love the name. Didn't you but tell that, me once it's the perfect name? Yeah, because it is. Because there is nothing more descriptive. They are an unknown. They are mortal. And they're an orchestra. Exactly. It's the best name ever. And they're so good. And Mm. then they get backed up by my... uh, Easily my favourite artist of 2015. And probably my favourite artist of 2016 too. Is Ezra Furman. A guy who I'm just obsessed with. I've listened to his latest album. You've told me a lot to listen to him. And you still haven't... What is wrong with I've you? I've heard a little bit. I will. He's, I really will give him a listen before Glastonbury. Certainly, he's just the greatest man. He's. Were you into Patrick Wolf? Yeah, a long time ago though. Yeah, but he's like a he's like a US answer to Patrick Wolf. He's kind of, he's out there and he's political and he's interesting and he's outrageous and he's kind of, he's uh, empowering and he's kind of into into kind of social issues but also what I really love about him and I think I've talked about it before on the podcast is that he's kind of um, he gives a voice to people who have kind of mental health issues and people who kind of struggle with day to day life but in a beautifully musical way I think he's a genius and I love him so much and I've never seen him before live and i I literally can't put into words how excited I am to see Ezra Furman play live. I think it's gonna, I think it's gonna blow my mind, and I think it's gonna be the most perfect start to an incredible weekend. 
So I think we should maybe play a little bit of Unknown Mortal Orchestra, and then we're going to go into Ezra. Okay. Because that is... I I, feel, I genuinely feel like, as much as I'm excited to see everyone else play, I feel like I could go home after this. Like... <laughs> Can I can I suggest an unknown mortal orchestra song? You or do. Or have you got one? No, you go. Okay. I think it's appropriate because. Well, we can share this moment. Okay, I will go for. So good at being in trouble, just because I love Huge. singing it. Yeah. Good at it. I just. It's um, kind of the the mo- the latest stuff, but it's huge. Yeah. It's huge. What a band. What a band, man. Absolute favourite, Ezra Furman. Ezra Furman. So that is, yeah, like I say, Friday afternoon, my festival will have peaked. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. Well, I'm holding out for the other two days. <laughs> I'm not on home to watch England. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we still got to find out how we do that. But um, basically, Tim, there's going to be a lot of music. So we know who is there. We know all the people that are playing, and there's many, many of them. We could go into them, but we'll be here until next Monday. Viva Heinz. Heinz, uh, the big moon, again. We're very excited Absolute to see all of loves them. Absolutely loves Tame Impala, the, the last Shadow Puffets. Uh, very excited to see them. Um, we can't list these are just These are just people that I know fresh from my memory. There are literally... These are fresh meat of your so mind. So many there. Um, but... Is there anybody, Tim, that you would love to be there that may be a special guest that, you know? So I read a little leak online. Was that with all the cabbages and things, the leeks, was it? It was in a chicken and leek pie. (laughs) (laughs) And I still read it. Some top quality stuff coming from tracks, everyone. (laughs) Excellent pie bants. Um, I read that on Thursday night, or Wednesday night. Well, Thursday night or Wednesday night is a bit crap. Yeah, but there's like some secret artists play. I think it's Thursday. Yeah, probably Thursday, not Wednesday. I read that arguably my favourite band of all time are playing. So I can't not talk about it. The... Charlatans. If the Charlatans are there, 
I will lose my shit. Yeah. That's why it's important to have our phones on us. <laughs> yeah, so we exactly. can find out these things. I hear they're playing Thursday night. This could be a complete lie, and I could be just misleading all of our listeners you never who are know. heading Dan Glastonbury way. But if they are, it's going to be the most amazing start to my weekend ever. So in honour of it, I want to play North Country Boy. Go for it. My favourite Charlton song. My favourite band in the world. Come on, the Charlottes. Yeah, but be at Glastonbury. Yeah, Max. full stuff so yeah I hear the charlatans are going to be there and if they are it's going to make me packing my uh, 90 style anorak completely worthwhile I will be dancing away to like I say maybe not my absolute favourite band of all time but up there so that's my shout Harry if you could add one person to the Glastonbury lineup, who are you going to take I have somebody who I'm going to take and it's is actually... it Mac DeMarco? No, he's already there, <laughs> oh, and I'm very excited to see him. Um, <laughs> I just feel like that's your answer to every question. My brother and the bands. It's, it's Buddha uh, Blood. It's Buddha you, Blood. You that's your choice. Buddha Blood. Hopefully, going to be there. <laughs> Buddha Blood. My brother's band with uh, Ben, who we've had on, are going to see this band tonight. Uh, they would have already seen them now, actually. I have heard some rumours as well. A long time ago, when I was studying film at Brighton Film Rumor School, has it. Um, the the guy told me that Stone Roses were definitely going to be there. He'd heard from somebody who worked at the festival or something. This was my tutor of film. Can um, I just say one thing? Yeah. Not to you, to the guy. Yeah. Why are you always lying? lying? There is absolutely no way Stone lying. Roses are a surprise guest why not they were they're too big they're too big Libertines played last year yeah but that was absolutely uh, surprising not... circumstances it was because Dave Grohl broke his leg so Florence and the Machine sorry, got moved up and Foles got Stone, off of the Stone Roses are playing either side of Glastonbury on their like their little you think thing. they're not they would play but they wouldn't headline I find it hard to believe. I, I hope... find it hard to believe, but I hope, all right? Leave me alone. You had Charlatans, I'm having Stone Roses. <laughs> yeah, mine was realistic, man. This is realistic. Charlatans I'm living in the real world. It's not happening. It's not living happening, in mate. fucking space. You're not going to see Charlatans. I'm going to play... I've seen them already. Made of Stone. Shut up. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to play Made of Stone, and we are Made of Stone, and Stone Roses, Viva La Vida. Viva Hines. <laughs> Coincidentally, Viva La Vida, that's a fucking Coldplay album. I know. No, I was just saying it. Oh, in general. Um, Made of stone, stone roses. Go for it.
a huge, incredible selection of artists at Glastonbury. We've got James Blake, we've got Unknown Mortal Orchestra, we've got Ezra Furman, we've got the Stone Roses and the Charlatans, who are our kind of dream artists to be there. Yeah. But what is guaranteed is we're going to absolutely love it. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. It's going to be amazing. My debut at Glastonbury, I'm going to be, I'm going to be a Michael Owen against Argentina in France 98. I'm going to be a Marcus Rashford of myself. I am just hoping to enjoy it more than the last year. And I already feel like it's going to be better. Yeah, because you won't get clinically insane. (laughs) You're going to be wheeled out in a fucking straitjacket, Harry. It's already better. <laughs> Nothing. I'm not even there yet and it's better. Because <laughs> I don't have a criminal record for what I got up to. <laughs> Another time, people. Another time. Another time. If you want to hear more on that, tweet us. Tune in. Tell us about our live show. Um... So we are heading to Glastonbury for the most amazing, hopefully the most amazing five days of our lives. Yeah. And hopefully the most amazingly dry five <laughs> days in England. And sunny. Been. I saw a video today on Facebook. Yeah. Of I think a muddy river <laughs> running through Glastonbury. <laughs> and it was so terrifying. It, it looks like one of the pathways and if I, yeah. and none of them are near the uh, where we're going to camp, hopefully. So, yeah. We'll be fine. Fingers crossed. Things are crossed. Everything crossed. If you guys are at Glastonbury, yeah, hit us up. We want to hang out with the tracks crowd. Yeah, tweet us or anything. Just uh, let us know you're there. We'll we're come at, meet you. We're at track show. We'll go, we'll go record some stuff and watch some yeah. stuff. You <laughs> might even make it on the podcast because we're going to be recording little bits and pieces while we're there. Yeah. Um, so, without further ado, let's tie up this cheeky little ep. My scouts showed me how to tie up things well, so I will. Let's <laughs> tie this up with a nice knot. Yes, and we will. And we're going to do it with a, an act that we have both been in love with for many a year. And Harry's looking at me a bit confused because he doesn't know what I'm going to say. No. So I'm going to say the artist's name, and then he's going to pick a track. So we're going to lead out from this ep with some... <laughs> Some tame impala. I knew you were gonna say that. What track are we going out with, mm. Doctor? Do Harold I do something Lillywe. from the new album? You do it from whatever album you wish to do it from. Mind mischief. Do it. Hopefully, actually, <laughs> not hopefully, but there will be some mind mischief at Glastonbury. At certainly some points anyway to everybody have a lovely week and we'll see you on the other side of it see you on the dick side (laughs) (laughs) we'll see you later people people we love you we love you very much